If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1069. Computers, Screen Time, and Kids. What You Need to Know by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for joining me today for the Friday show. I am your host, Greg Audino, and before we get to the weekend, I've got one more parenting post ready for you. Providing content for us today is Dr. Jenny Brockus, who is one of our newest authors here in the OLD network. She writes about a lot of different topics, though this is her first time being featured on ORD. Looking forward to reading lots of material from her, And you can always check out our other shows or her website for more. But let's see what she's got for the parents today and optimize your life. Computers, Screen Time, and Kids, What You Need to Know by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com Following on along the theme of technology and the brain, good, bad, or evil, this blog asks the question, is too much screen time bad for children's health? Pediatricians around the world in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia have expressed concern about the amount of time kids are now spending in front of a computer. The reason why is less to do with the content of what the children are watching and more to do with the fact that with increased screen time, there is less time for other things, such as active play and sport. Being physically inactive is one of the biggest health risks, and yet many people appear unaware that sitting on their bottom is in many ways shortening our lifespan. Too many adults are sedentary, spending too many hours sitting. We sit to work, spending hours on our computer screens. We sit at home, perhaps being entertained by the TV or computer. We sit on our way to and from work, driving our cars. The incidence of cancer, heart disease, obesity, Stroke, depression, and cognitive decline are all higher as a result of our lack of physical activity. This is relating to adult health. Think about the impact of lack of physical activity on our children. It is estimated that by the age of 7, an average child will have spent an entire year of 24 hours a day watching TV or looking at a computer or playing video games. This increases to 3 whole years by the time they reach adulthood at 18. By the age of 80, this is equivalent to 17.6 years. Dr. Sigmund reports that an average 10-year-old in the UK will have regular access to an average of five different screens at home. The family TV, perhaps their one TV in their bedroom, a Nintendo, a PlayStation, smartphone, laptop, or iPad. 
The current recommendation is that children under the age of two should not spend any time watching screens because of the adverse effect on brain development and attention spans. Yet, in the U.S., one in three American infants have a TV in their bedroom, and around 50% of all infants watch TV or DVDs for almost two hours a day. It is also recommended that children under the age of five need to be encouraged to be as physically active as possible, being on the go and mobile for at least three hours a day. Screen time can easily be used as entertainment and a technological babysitter, which is fine, so long as it is not overused, which is what concerns the experts. Childhood obesity is a growing problem, with one in four Australian children between the age of 5 and 17 now being diagnosed as being overweight, 17%, or obese, 8%. Watching TV or playing video games means more time is being spent inactive, and during that time, more mindless eating, snacking, and exposure to adverts for junk food occurs. What do I mean by mindless eating? Basically, this is eating because the food is there, rather than because of hunger. A bowl of crisps, a packet of Pringles, popcorn, if placed in front of us, we will tend to eat it anyway. Brian Wansink has done extensive research on this, which has shown this to be the case. And the bigger the bowl, the more we consume. Snacking is often the same issue. How many times have you observed that when families are out together, perhaps going to a show or the movies, or even shopping, there is a tendency to buy snacks, which for the kids may equate to hot chips. Fast food is produced because it is tasty, available, cheap, and instantly rewards our need to put something into our mouth. So, if you are a parent, it may be time to consider how much screen time your kids are getting and their level of daily activity. Try monitoring it over a week. And remember, if your kids are not getting enough activity, they are at risk of future chronic ill health as adults. Find that time to ensure that they are active in different ways. Not all children are naturally sporty. It's, of course, a lot easier if they are. Tips to increase your child's physical activity. Number one, limit screen time to an agreed number of hours per day. Remember, under the age of two, this means preferably no screen time at all. Over the age of three, try to limit it to one hour per day. Number two, encourage interactive play with other children. Building cubby houses, playing pirates, using make-believe and imagination stimulates thinking, problem-solving, and innovation. Number three, be a role model. A child who sees that mom and dad are active, such as going to the gym, playing tennis, cycling, walking, swimming, etc., are more likely to be willing to give it a go. Number four, expose your child to different types of activity and encourage them to participate. Vacation swimming lessons will teach us a valuable life skill and may engender a love for water sport, water polo, swimming, even underwater hockey. Many little girls love horses, and whilst it may not be practical or financial to indulge their wish for a pony, maybe a few lessons would suffice. Number five, undertake activities as a family, which require physical activity even if it is not considered an exercise. Perhaps going out cycling, going to one of the local or national parks for a walk, playing backyard cricket, frisbee, or a treasure hunt. Even gardening. Teaching your child how to grow their own veggies will get them outside and interested in their external environment. Children who are more active are less likely to be overweight, be happier, perform better at school, be more resilient to life's challenges, and healthier. As parents, isn't it true that we want the best for our kids, for them to be happy and healthy? 
providing them the opportunity to be physically active is one of the greatest gifts we can give our children to help them achieve that. You just listened to the post titled, Computers, Screen Time, and Kids, What You Need to Know, by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Great post from Dr. Jenny today. Really important information to apply both to our children and to ourselves. I know I'm always working on this stuff. You know, an interesting component to all of this that we have to consider at some point is the necessity of screens, though. So many jobs and activities or pursuits of any kind require a screen now. Because technology has been so popularized and saved us time on so many things, much of the world no longer operates without it. It'd be impractical not to uh, from a lot of standpoints. So with that being said, introducing kids to many of the ways that we can combine activity with technology at a young age can go a long way for normalizing the idea of finding time and space to be active as much as possible. Doing adult work or schoolwork from a standing desk or a balance ball goes a really long way. I used to love studying from a Stairmaster too. Uh, that, that was my thing in college. <laughs> There are a lot of ways to integrate the inactive with the active for when removing technology altogether becomes a very difficult option. And though this integration might not be commonplace now, we can help cultivate that for the next generation. So thanks again to Dr. Jenny for a wonderful and really important read. Certainly the growth of technology is something we need to manage and keep up with, whether or not we're parents. And I personally can't think of many topics more important to read about given the time. But it's time to get out of here for now, everyone. Come on back tomorrow for our Q&A episode. Maybe you'll want to listen to it while you're on a walk. I don't know. Just don't let us keep you sat down. (laughs) Have a great rest of your Friday, folks. I will see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.